Welcome to Breeder Syndicate. Yeah, I don't know how to do this shit. <laughs> you got it. Does that work? Yep, that's perfect, dude. Cool. All right, how you doing today? Pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, good. They had some good questions at first. Um, do you know about any of the history of Trinity, the cut that's going around? Uh, just that it came out of Eugene, really. Um, I don't really know anything else other than that. The one that I've seen recently uh, does not remind me of what I used to buy out of Eugene. That's interesting. <clears throat> it's a lot. <clears throat> the, the more recent thing is more a lot more modern, sweet smelling. Yeah. And I just remember that all the Trinity that I ever saw, even the like different um, phenos uh, or whatever, you know, whatever jars of weed that were coming around, like were called Trinity, it always was burnt rubber. Yeah, it was roadkill. It was burnt rubber. So, yeah, the newest Trinity, um, a lot of them have like dud branches, and I ended up with one of the fucking dud branches, and it, uh, yeah, it spreads pretty quick. So yeah, that uh, especially if you're not um, keeping the shit. Uh, or, um, it, the dudding likes to proliferate in low light. Yeah. So absolutely, dude. And fungus gnats seem to be a vector. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that in, in uh, aphids and thrips. Yeah, pretty much anything that like chews on your. Uh, Choose on your plants is probably going to be a pretty good vector for it, and in particular, choose on your roots also. Yeah, it's it's one of those that has like the fucking rubbery stems with no texture, three flowers everywhere, you know. Yeah, totally ugly fucking things. All right, the so good cut. Here's a good question: Who's your favorite breeder, dude? Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's it's just there's good varieties. That's it, you know. My favorite breeder is Accidental Herming. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Did you have a breeder you looked up to when you first started, though? Um, not in particular. I was just a seed buyer. I wasn't like I don't um I don't idolize people that much, you know. So it wasn't really like about the person so much to me as it was just uh, the product that came out of it. That was it. Yeah. A lot of the people that I got into. I immediately regretted once I met him, you know, like, like DJ short and some other people, like they just don't want to talk about shit. Yeah. And I had the benefit of having like met a lot of those people early in my career or yeah. having run across them, uh, with the Seattle hemp fest stuff and all that kind of shit. So, um, you know, what's that saying about like not meeting your heroes? Cause they might not stand up to the standard you have in your mind or whatever. And, yeah. you know, so for me, it to me it wasn't so much about the person; it was what kind of work you're doing and what are the results from it. That's it. Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty smart answer too, because a lot of people are dicks that do good work. 
Right. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm here for the genetics. I don't really care about who you are. It, it really has nothing to do with it for me personally. Yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the whole Phylos thing going down? Where, where, what did you think at all? Does it matter? I mean, I think a lot of people are, have mis, uh, misguided attention, right? Um, you know, they don't really have that much data. You know, they have short sequence genome testing, yep. right? And if you li- listen to Kevin's shit, he, you know, he's much more um, knowledgeable about the whole type whole the science behind it than anything. So um, for me, it was just like, uh, you know, what are they really going to be able to do with it anyways? And they like a bunch of my stuff is in their galaxy that I didn't send in because they were, they're able to just go purchase the product. Oh yeah. Um, and put it in the, so like, you know, what are you really going to do? Right. Not, not, not only can you not send them the product and all these other things, but you can't have your product on the shelf somewhere because they can just buy it, put the fucking stem in and then send, do their short sequence analysis. So yeah. what, um, you know, what are you going to do to stop it? Even if there were, even if they, even if they were um, legitimate about it or weren't, what difference is it going to make? They can still acquire all the, the data that they want, anyways. So the short sequence data, yeah. I think Kevin said it best, dude. Like when he it broke it down, explained how it works. What's that? Uh, Kevin from um, Medicinal Genomics. When he broke it down and explained how it works, that they, they, like he ran. Uh, their data through his software and it just dumped everything out as, as invalid. Um, sure. Yeah. I think people are missing the main, main points. Yeah. They lied. We all get that. They didn't. Yeah. They that's didn't but so, so does 95% of everybody else that exists in this space too. Yeah. You know, that's, that's why I call out so many people is because there's blatant evidence. It's not even me just like, making shit up. There's high times articles where they fucking admit to the shit. Yeah. It's like, what else? You know, what are you going to, what do you expect? Yeah. What else you guys got? Let's get some good uh, strain history questions. Oh, I got one for you. I got one for you so we can put to rest some shit. Purple, (coughs) Mad Farmer's family or not? I haven't really read into it, but I find it highly uh, unlikely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's probably the same odds as Crippy coming from Kauai yeah, and exactly. making OD. Exactly. You know, or what other 20 different fucked up stories that someone has made up in the last 10 years that is obvious bullshit that some, for some reason, people perpetuate. I don't even know. Yeah, I have no idea. It's the same reason we still hear fucking OG Kush is what, Kim, Packy, Lemon Thai? Yeah, the ocean grown story. It's like, how many times do, like, how many people have to say how shicey that person is for people to stop believing? <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, what do you know about the Oregon Funk and or Blue Dot? Do you have any experience with them? Blue Dot, like I said last time, was a, a cut down the Bay Area. And um, uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, Oregon Funk. I never saw Oregon Funk. Yeah. How do you feel about the Josh D story? I mean, every person that I know that got OG back then, it all leads back to Josh. Yeah. So it's, you know, from my perspective, it's as legitimate 
as it comes, it, it, everybody traces back to him. Yeah. Yep. I think that's the, one of the only few people that actually can has everybody trace back to him that wasn't 100% full of shit. And I saw, I saw pictures, uh, like the, ne- the film negatives from Josh of him and Matt, and then the next picture in the film negatives is OG Kush, right? It's, it's, I mean, the plant is really easy to identify oh, yeah. once you know it. <laughs> and so it's, it's pretty obvious to me that um, they got more evidence of having it back in the late 90s than anybody else I've ever met. Yep. What do you feel was your most slept on release? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, certain stuff you just expect to move slow because it doesn't have a brand name. I mean, dog shit crosses, even as popular as it was back in the Northwest back in the day, I guess the name doesn't translate well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I can see that, dude. The cat piss crosses also, same thing. Uh, not really that popular, but uh, um, the name was always really popular. Man, the San Diego cat piss is a fucking legend, though. Like, like being from San Diego and shit, like that was the bomb. You know, I can't believe that doesn't sell better than it does. Yeah, it's you know, you just don't have people rapping about it. I guess there you go. Maybe maybe if it had been called cheetah piss, we'd all <laughs> it'd all be fun. <laughs> cheetah cookie piss. Yeah, lion piss. My bad. <laughs> Bobcat piss. Let's see what we got. Um, Albert Walker crossed the face off. Is it coming back? I never released it. You never released it? Yeah, that never got sold. I just had uh, the Albert Walker manic line. Um, now was the number 32 line. Yeah. That sounds cool. What what can you what can you tell us about the manic? That came from Shroomy. Okay. Uh, it was there was a female and a male that came from. He said they came from some family in the humble. They had IBL'd it. Mm-hmm. Um, no one had no one that I knew had a uh, um, used the male yet. So I just I have would them and then made hybrids with it. Uh, okay. What's your uh, thoughts? The manic, the manic female was like purple Urkel without the purple smell. Oh, really? Yeah, like same growth pattern, um, uh, real similar bud structure. It got it would turn purple on the tops, um, and it just had that like su- really sweet skunky smell that that uh, that Urkel has. Yeah. Um, that uh, Urkel has, but just without that like purple lavender kind of top end. Yeah, I always thought that was interesting with Urkel as it as it as it grows. Like when it's first in bloom, it's really skunky, and you wouldn't expect it to turn grapey at the end. Yeah, if you grow it right, um, it can finish pretty skunky too. Wow, Urkel and, and Manic both. Here's one: Golden Coast Brotherhood of Eternal Love Afghan. Anyone ran it? I have no idea. Yeah, I I actually have. I've run it. It's uh, it's it's a good Afghan, but it's not skunky. It's not anything. Uh, wasn't what I was looking for. What's your, yeah, what's your I mean, rules on breeding with your gear? Oh, I mean, it's not about my gear or their gear or whatever. It's just put in some work so that we have differentiation between people's selections in their lines. So if you're not putting any selections in, then what are you really doing? You're just putting more of the same thing into the gene pool. Yeah. 
um, and poor and poorly selected at that if you didn't do any um, uh, didn't do any selection work. Yeah, if it's just popping a pack of seeds and picking the first female, yeah. Right, you could get really lucky, or you could just be proliferating a bunch of garbage under the same name, and now it's either diluting the original work, or maybe it maybe it makes it better in certain cases, but in most cases it doesn't. Yeah. Is it true Lumpa Farms split up? Who cares? Um, <laughs> see what we got. Uh, got to be better questions than that. Wasn't Alien the breeder of Fruity Pebbles OG? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Alien Genetics was. What else we got? Did you ever find anything worth, worthwhile in the Dutch flower stuff? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right, what was your first uh, strain that you sold, man? Uh, probably the 32 line, yeah. 32? What's that? The yeah, the, the Albert Walker Manic line, the Albert Walker Manic male crossed with uh, Sour Kush. Um, I don't think I sold any Albert Walker BX ones, but uh, Sour Kush, Original Diesel, uh, Master Kush, um, a couple other things. Can't remember. Did you? Are you pretty good about keeping back stock of stuff and and preserving like? preserving your own lines and, and holding back stock of it? Yeah, I have everything. Wow. That's something. I have every seed have. of everything that's ever been made. I have thousands of seeds of everything that's ever made. Really? That that I made, yeah. I'm going to have to blow you for something then. All right. Uh, and then I just, um, <laughs> I just pop pretty much all the old seeds that I have from 15 years ago, and that's it. That's awesome. And so all I'll have left is just seeds that I've made. See. Archive has very gassy terps. What other flavor profiles do you feel you have dialed in aside from gassy? Uh, that's pretty much what I breed for, skunky. I mean, you know, every every other flavor out there, um, but has to be skunky. You know? Yeah. What's your fastest finishing release? Um. Probably a shark bite, but I don't think I've put any of that in a while, out in a while. Let's get some strain history questions. Come on, y'all. Super Dave, this guy keeps asking about Super Dave genetics. I don't even know what that is. Do you? Uh, he's just a dude up here in the Washington. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know a whole lot about him, or haven't seen a lot of his work. Yeah, it's hard to comment on shit like that. Why do I think the bland shit becomes popular? It's because people, because the whole world is turning into a consumed by visual market marketing, right? So if it looks good, it sell it. People want to buy it, you know. Yep. Um, even though the vast majority of really really tasty strains don't look the best because you're selecting for terpenes and flavor, not for visual appeal. And and when no one was taking pictures of their bag of weed because they didn't want to get busted. Uh, the best selling point was what it smelled like when it opened up. Yep. When you opened up a bag. <clears throat> did we cover Albert Walker last time? Where it originated from? I don't think we did. Um, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Let's uh, I don't think we did, maybe. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, I got it from my buddy, uh, Canvas Reverend, up here. Mm -hmm. And uh, he... Um, got it from this other kid who got it from the old timer 
And that dude lived like an hour and a half away. We were just uh, buying the herb back then. Uh, Canvas Reverend happened to get a cut one time. Uh, I think he took it down to Oregon, lost it, uh, and then reacquired it again. Um, this was like 2003, probably. Yeah, 2003. And uh, like 10 years later, the, the guy that we got the cut from, he hit me up. Or like, I guess it was like 2013. Or yeah, like 10 years. He hit me up as the medical scene started uh, coming on. was like, I'm the one that gave that to your buddy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he knew all the same people. So it was obviously him. And, and we sat down and had some beers. And uh, he said that it came from a uh, electrician plumber dude that was, uh, I think it was in the Portland area or like Vancouver, Washington. <clears throat> and he had moved out from Iowa or something like that. And uh, when the old timer up here, he uh, got the clone. He got the clone when he got his electricity and his plumbing done for his grow room, like you know, fifteen, twenty year, or twenty years ago, like mid nineties, late nineties. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's where he had got it from. And then I had another guy come up to me at uh, uh, Emerald Cup, and he said that uh, he was the one that popped the seed in Iowa. And he was telling me that he had given it to like three or four people. He only grew it for like six months or a year or something like that. And he gave it to a few people. And uh, one of those guys moved to to Vancouver, Washington, I think it was. Right. So the stories kind of lined up and I, I hadn't given him any information about what I knew about it. Um, and he said that he had received the seeds uh, from the bass player of culture right the reggae yeah, band yeah. and that he had popped them and that's that's what it was well he but he didn't know what the actual origin of the seeds were like with the baseline oh, it was back seed yeah yeah that's pretty fucking um, rad though that it, it came back so like that yeah well i mean i'm one of the very few companies that's working with it right and is known for for that one yeah. and i mean you know we entered it into the the um uh, can of bible with jason king mm-hmm. um so, uh, yeah, anyways, they, uh, those guys, I mean, you know, how much of it's true, I don't know exactly. I mean, the guy that we got it from, I believe his story, because he had nothing to gain from making anything up. And then the guy that came up, it just happened to match up with the rest of the story. So, yeah, that's pretty fun um, rad, man. Yeah, sometimes it works out. And, you know, Albert Walker is a pretty unique name. So, it's, uh, it's easy to know if you, you are or not what, what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of fake Albert Walker going around uh, that I remember from San Diego. Yeah, well, that was that eight cut from when uh, yeah he got given it and it got mixed up and then sold it with the wrong name and you know that's the one that that uh, <laughs> that cuts equally also good I suppose because it's been winning stuff down there. Yeah, called Albert Walker. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. The Dago Walker, it's not bad. It's just totally not Albert Walker. <laughs> right. Let's see what else we got. Do you have any other passion strains besides the skunk or, or terps besides the skunk? Anything you any like? Part? Any any like passion terps that you're passionate about? Like I have my strawberry and blueberry that I always seem to fucking navigate to. Do you have anything besides <laughs> the skunk? Nope, nope, just not skunk. really. Well, no, it just has to have a long lasting after flavor, and that typically tends to be the stuff that's either really skunky or really incensey, one or the other. Yeah, makes sense. What else we got here? 
need to put on my fucking old lady glasses so I can fucking see the ape cut. Yeah, I think Ape's doing stuff again now. He seems to have his farm back up. Do you still talk to him? Who's that? Oh, Ape. Yeah. What's that? Do you still talk to him? I never talked to him. I never knew him. Oh, really? Yeah, I knew him. In yeah, I didn't give him the clone. It came from Wick. Oh, fucking Wick. Fucking Wick. Yeah. He's probably in here. Fucking Wick. Yeah, I didn't, get, I didn't give him. I never met him. Didn't give him anything. Someone said, bring back the, the 32 line, please. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, him and three other people. See. <laughs> Interested in all that kind of stuff. History of Skywalker OG. I mean, a million different stories. Yeah, I think they're confusing the Blueberry Mazar Skywalker with Skywalker OG. Nope. That was the Jedi OG was the Blueberry yeah. one. The uh, Skywalker, the earliest I ever heard about it was a buddy of mine in Southern Oregon was a uh, growing ghost OG. Uh-huh. He used to, uh, the guy from, I, I remember this because I, I used to, I took him actually my Omega Gardens when I was done running them because he wanted to run them. And uh, he used to take all his herb down to the guy that owns Calm in Malibu, right? Yeah. And they already had a like ghost OG on the shelf, right? So they just called it Skywalker OG because the Star Wars films were coming out. You remember, it was like 2004, 2005 when uh, the Star Wars films like re-came out? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, that that was, it was like good marketing. You know, it was like the same reason with the Blue Ivy OG when Jay-Z had his kid. And like, you know, they always do that in L.A. Whenever, when, when Whitney Houston died, there was a Whitney Houston OG, you know? <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah fucking stupid right so which cuts which and you know and 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 after that then there actually became like a differentiated uh skywalker og clone right that like went around la and whether or not that's a s1 or some who knows right yeah since when have you been washing your own genetics i don't know no that's not a good one uh, do you know much about the A5 and C5? Uh, the males? Uh, the A5 haze and the C5 haze. The, like, no, the I don't know. Kind of, I guess, but there's there are females of it, yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't know anything. I'm not from Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a there was a good one just a few seconds ago. Let's see, um, Como, Como, your yields will only go up if you wear socks. Yeah, when you do it. Yeah, socks and cocks, and that's it. Archive had them sour grapes, right? Do you have sour grapes? No. I didn't think so. Tony Girl. How about Bull Rider? What do you know about Bull Rider? Nothing. Nothing? Damn. No. That's a real hard strain to track down, like the original. I see Afghani Bull Rider all the time, but not the original Bull Rider. Yeah, the only Bull Rider I ever saw came from Danimal, and it had to be fake because it sucked. And, And it's Danimal. Exactly. South fuck. We did the uh, the purple indica last time, so you can go watch that. Lenny John face off. We also did last time, I believe. Like the the, the barbecue and yeah, yeah. Face off uh, back seats from Cassis. Yeah. Any old long lost varieties from your past you wish were still around? Yeah, there's definitely some good ones. Um, I never saw much of it, but the freezing orange that was up here. 
I've seen buds of it that people say is it since, but my buddies that I trust up here, they say it used to be awesome. Um, there was this strain uh, called Coral Reef that was at um, it, that was in Northern California. Yeah, it was like a Skittles type thing, just weird, crazy, incredible, different smell. Um, tasted just like it smelled. Uh, what else was gold? Humboldt Gold was pretty good. That uh, Reefer Man had, or or something gold that they had. Uh, that that shit was pretty good. What was it? Um, is it the Kodiak Gold, or is it? Co- no, it wasn't. It wasn't the Alaskan one. It was something else. It's like Humboldt or Mendocino something gold. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. If you could change one thing about Dosey Dose, what would it be? Uh, How many I mean, there's <laughs> no, there's good, there's good uh, phenotypes in all this, yeah. in all of it, <laughs> but there's definitely some Hermes and Docido. I mean, it's like, if you've ever grown OGKB, yeah. uh, it throws balls on the bottoms, it throws bananas out the tops and it'll throw clusters inside the colas, you yeah. know? So, um, just trying to reduce that. Uh, to as little of an occurrence as possible is like some of the hardest work. So I wish it didn't have that trait. So I didn't have to spend so much time trying to get that. Yeah, for sure. I get plenty of strong flavor in the dosy dough. Just the NorCal cut that goes around is kind of a in between for everything. I, it's not even a cut I keep personally. Really? There's one dude, a uh, smell book had a fucking killer cut of your dosy. It was beautiful beautiful shit yeah there's a lot better stuff in the seeds than the clones that go around but that's a true with anything there's probably better wedding cake seed phenos that go around it's probably better of everything because most of that shit is um small uh small population selection so you just gotta you know absolutely especially from that first release not many people have yeah and, I, and you know there's it's i mean i've grown so many fucking seeds over the last 15 years and there's been Hermes in almost every pack of seeds I've ever grown. And the ones that didn't ever have Hermes had super swag fucking weed. Yeah. So what, you know, like, what are you going to deal with? Yeah. I don't know. I think when people are good growers, they don't really focus so much on that. They just deal with it. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to fucking Herms and shit, just handle it. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you want? Swag weed or, or no Herms? You can't breed for everything all at once. Right. The, the, I mean, what you are trying to do is reduce the occurrences, but it doesn't matter if you're talking about Chem 91, Chem 4, uh, OGKB, Cookies, Sherbert, Gelatos, Skittles. There, If you stress the original mother plant, it'll herm, yeah. right? So how are you going to uh, – how are you going to expect anything else? Here's a good one. Um, can you talk about the amnesia cut you use? It's uh, the amnesia haze cut from uh, um, uh, from Amsterdam or whatever. Is it that core the, uh, cut? What is it? The, whatever the core called. cut? Yeah, exactly. It's. I mean, I've seen people call it the same cut. It's super lemon haze also. Yeah. Yeah. So. What else we got, guys? Are we ignoring the face-off question or just not seeing it? No, we answered it in the, in the last time me and him did a live feed, and that's up on YouTube. Tyler, how many weeks should Sour D go? 
10 for sure. Yeah. As many as yeah. you like it, where you like it. Yeah, at least 10. Yep. Ever heard of ultraviolet? I mean, that's like the very earliest you could get it for sure. Ever heard of ultraviolet? We talked about that last time. Uh, yeah, that was the purple indigo. Yeah. Face off cross. Any, uh, any collabs with other breeders? Not really my thing. Yeah. They're already collabing with me anyways half the time. Yeah, using your <laughs> stuff, yeah. So, it's cool. Cool. Works either way. Yep. Let's see what else we got. Give me some good uh, strain history questions you guys got. Is there any strain that you want to run the history on that you'd like to, like, that has some misinformation out there? Um, There's got to be so many. Yeah, probably pretty much everything. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Can't, nothing's coming to mind right now. Shrum? Colombian gold crossed with uh, Federation Seeds Romulan. 1972 Colombian gold. Big Sir Holyweed history. I know dude, there's a lot of uh, stories behind that. What, do you, are you familiar with any of them? Not, I mean, I don't have any firsthand experience, yeah. you know. I really only talk on the stuff that I was actually there for, you know, or have firsthand experience. If it's so-and-so said so-and-so, all I can do is tell you what the story was, like the monk from monk named Paul yeah. story. There's like every, the same one everybody else knows. Yeah, exactly. PH seeds did not make strong. <laughs> oh, fucking done made strong. Uh, are you going to cross runs? Is that, is that in your future, runt stuff? For sure. Favorite OG cut, uh, favorite OG Kush cut other than face off? Just the original cut. If, you know, people weren't feminizing shit back in the 90s, so they, they're not directly related. So if you just take the oldest cut and feminize it, you're going to get every other clone. Yep. Here's a good one. What's the story with Scott's OG? Uh, I gave him a bunch of clones, and that's what he made with it. You go. Yeah. Are you thinking about collaborating with Ethos anytime soon? I don't even barely know him. I've met him like twice. <laughs> Some of these questions kill me. Um, here right. we go. What is train wreck bred in a cardboard box to get those cardboard chirps? If you think train wreck uh, smells like cardboard, then you should just stop growing all right, right now. Yeah. If you grew train wreck and it smelled like cardboard, you suck at drying, period. Your cure game is fucked. Because train wreck reeks. Train wreck yeah. reeks. Train wreck's a beautiful fucking strain, man. Train wreck's a great strain. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. And it reeks. Yeah. Uh, history of banana OG. That's easy enough to look up. Uh, someone asked uh, Rob Carney. Carney for Puck. If you want to look it up, he's on Facebook. Hit him up. Ask him about Puck. He'll talk to you. Do you like GMO Terps? I mean, it just reminds me of old hash plant. It's not anything new. There you go. Do you ever breed some stuff for yourself that you don't release? Hay stuff, old lines, etc. Tons of it. Tons of it. What's that? Tell us about one of them. Just choose one. Uh, like I, I've been doing a lot of Hawaiian stuff lately, <clears throat> so I have the my uh, buddy from Hana that gave me seeds. He had a, a lemon strain. I grew that out, picked one. That one had what he used to call the Maui rain smell. It's like a really hazy. Um, like real tropical, really cool smell. It's yeah. just unique, right? Uh, that, my buddy's uh, Hawaii Web Dendica uh, Molokai Frost Cross that I selected a pheno of, that's in the, a new strain that I'm making too. 
And uh, uh, what else did we pollinate recently? Still trying to work the walker into something better than it, but yeah, it's hard. That would be things hard, hard to work. With. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah per, the old purple indica, same deal. You have to hunt through a lot of them to find improvements. Really, favorite cut you have right now? I don't know if that'd be easy to answer. I mean, that, that's why I have so many cuts is because I don't have a favorite, but. I, I got to admit, the Skittles, the way that thing fucking smells. That, I mean, the first time I saw that, um, you know, it. Uh, I thought the smell was fake, yeah. you know. I remember I, I went to – the first time I smelled it was at uh, Sebastian's place in, in Oregon. And he, he pulled some out of the freezer, some fresh frozen, and opened it up. And I was like, what the fuck did you get? Because it did smell fake. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's special. Definitely special. Yeah, the only other thing I, I've smelled that was that fake was some – uh, herb we bought from my buddy's dad when we were in high school and it smelled like dryer sheets but it was like uh it wasn't didn't have dryer sheets it wasn't actual dryer sheet weed which was common back then yeah. also <laughs> but it was like some locally grown stuff and it was really like real um like a uh, perfumey smelling let's see here's one um what do you think uh skittles is just by looking at it uh, I have no idea. I mean, it's probably got some kind of, uh, kind of has like a cherry pie-ish look to it a little bit. Yep. Uh, does Fletch have any old land race heirloom beans? If so, what? Did you have a, pre a favorite old heirloom line that you, that you have? Uh, all that Hawaiian shit's pretty, um, pretty special. Uh, the Malawi gold that I don't have anymore, but the Malawi and Haze cross. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? The purple indica is pretty old school. I mean, a lot of that stuff is um, the Millie is either land race or land race hybrids. They're not very well-developed varieties. Let's put it that way. Um, history on Irene. I know that there's been a few histories going around. Do you, what's your uh, recollection of the actual history? I just know it came from Grow Hard Rude Boy, yeah. right? And that's it. I mean, that's I didn't really ever have anything of it beyond that. Yeah. I think he's back out too, which is cool. Uh, yep. Come on. Get some good questions. Any Highland tie available? Do you work with Highland tie? No, I had a tie that Chris gave me. I think we talked about it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that's, that was the only real tie I had. I mean, I grew a bunch of tie crosses, the Durban tie high flyer. Um, what other Thai stuff did I try? I tried a bunch of Cambodian stuff from Canada at one point. Uh, I can't remember any other Thai stuff. It, it, the Thai stuff, I remember growing it, and it was just so um, so swag most of the time. You know, it was just, yeah. Like, it, um, just like no, not much smell, really hairy, not much resin, and Hermes. So it's like, it's hard to find a good fucking tie line. I've had people send back bunches and bunches and bunches and spend a lot of time on um, a lot of bad time on shitty tie. It's, it's, it's yeah, a, it is hard to come across a good tie. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not saying ties bad. It's just the, everything that I ran. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you have to keep in mind with every variety too. Is like you tried one version from one person that who knows how reputable. So it's like, sometimes you got to go through a, a bunch of shit to find what you're looking for. 
Uh, the should TK, I, I still don't think that's out there. I still think it's the, um, uh, the puss kush that's going around. And I even found an old post from, you remember El Gato? Yeah, yeah. He even made a post where he's like, this uh, pure kush that's going around, it's not the LA pure, which is the OG type, yeah, yeah. right? It's, uh, but, and he's like, it's not the same as um, uh, Shug's cut. And he was one of the main purveyors of passing out that cut 50, 10 years ago, yeah. you know? And that, that post was like from like 2010 or 2012 or something. See, um, how'd you get the name The Doctor? Who, who chose it? I, when I skateboarded when I was a kid, I, I would get bloody all the time. I didn't ever break bones, so I'd bring around uh, um, gauze and, and uh, shit like that. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Pretty rad. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just end up I, – I never broke bones. All my buddies that broke, break bones, we have to go to the hospital. And I just end up, you know, bleeding everywhere. So I just got the, got the right shit for it and clean yourself up. <laughs> Let's see. Ever heard of the PKG cut of OG? Uh, no. No. Anything? I good? like the I like the I like the Ghost One Pure Kush recently though. That's a good one. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking real. A clone that the guy that it's named after never had. Yeah, that's it's got to be legit, dude. Yeah, gotta gotta. It's got to be legit. You know how many people fucking tell me I'm wrong about that too? It's mind blowing. I uh, it's it's. It's painful nowadays to even try to correct people or correct even just misinformation. You're not even trying to correct them. Yeah. You're just trying to correct misinformation from being being spread. It's like you would think that the misinformation 20 years ago would have been um, worse because there was the exchange of information was really poor, right? Yeah. Now it's people are overflow with so much information that you can, it's too hard. It's like finding a needle in the haystack, finding the real information. Yeah, it's 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 a pain in the fucking. Oh, that that's what PKG means. That's what he was pure Kush ghost. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. That's I why I'm together. I thought I thought someone had. Uh, remembered seeing someone try to call it that, and I was like, yeah, that's just that's even dumber than calling it Ghost One Pure Kush. You gonna um, bring out any more Bazooka Joe? Um, probably, uh, maybe, maybe. That was a hit. That was a hit. It was good. good. It was good for out. Really good for outdoor. Our, our and greenhouse. Are Trinity and Humboldt snow related? You know any? They didn't. They don't smell related to me. Yeah. The snow is like that incensey kind of smell, and Trinity was. Uh, um, that burnt rubber. How about sage? Have you ever found a good sage? I've never found a sage that's as good as the Big Sur Holyweed cut. Yeah, I would agree with that. I believe Adam said he did say that uh, Big Sur Holyweed wasn't sage, right? That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it smells like it. Yeah. I mean, whether or not it's the same cut or whatever, who knows? But it's it definitely smells very similar. What are you smoking on right now? Uh, Dosido 18 Fresh Frozen Rosin. Mmm. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Do you ever play land, uh, land races? I, I have all the time. Yeah. 
or, or as close as we can really get to it nowadays, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, the D, the dog shit is pretty close to land race. It's not pure, but like when I have worked and grown pure land races, like we were talking about with the, uh, like the ties, they're so bad. It's like, it's, it's too hard to work with. And even the purple indica is the same thing is the same issue, right? It's so unhybridized yeah. that anytime you cross something into it, you got to like search through a few hundred of them to find an improvement. Um, because it's, it likes to, those genes like to dominate the hybrids. Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand what they're getting into when they want like newer growers want to run land, like real land races, legit land races. You're going to get a lot of herms. You're going to get a lot of fucking resinless shit. You know, you've got to comb through it all. You have to hybridize it. You have to work it for the most part. Well, everybody expects that, like, just because it's a land race, it's going to be more stable or something. And I've had the exact opposite experience growing. Yeah. Especially if you're growing land races indoor. And that's another thing people have to keep in mind is, like, when people make selections outdoor or in different environments. So if if you make your selections outdoor in a greenhouse, right, if that plant does not hermaphrodite at all in those conditions, right, Mm-hmm. Is that a true female or is that a hermaphrodite if it hermes when you take it inside? Is that a true female or is it a hermy, right? Yeah. Because once you change the environment, change the wavelength of the of the light source and everything else, if you may be inducing the hermaphroditic tendencies, but in its natural environment, which is outside under the sun, it's a clean female. So so what is the sex of that individual? Is it is it actually female or is it a hermaphrodite because it hermes indoors but not outdoors. I would think you'd have to apply it to outdoor status. You know what I mean? Like because that's its natural environment. Everything needs to acclimate to some degree, but yeah, that's a that's that's a big difference trying to bring something indoor to outdoor or outdoor to indoor. Well every cannabis plant is outdoor to indoor, right? Even if it's been hybridized indoor, it still carries the same genes of every other plant that grows outside. Yeah. And and I mean Another thing people have to keep in mind, like a thousand watt HPS, at least historically, I don't, I don't know about the DEs, but I know it's not that, uh, <clears throat> it's probably not that considerably different. Uh, the uh, uh, thousand watt HPS bulb, six inches from the bulb is one tenth of the strength of, in, of the sun in like the middle of summer, right? So when you are selecting for a plant that performs well indoors, essentially the first criteria that you're unknowingly selecting for is the plant's ability to uh, turn light into energy, right, through photosynthesis, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, if, if a plant does not convert that super efficiently, it won't grow well indoors, period, because it needs the intensity of the sun to process the light, right? Yeah. And if it, as soon as you go indoor with it, you're already selecting away 90% of the plants that don't perform well um, uh, without a full light source, right? And that's why you have lots of varieties that when you take them outside, they actually perform way better again, yeah. right? They may be kind of poor growers or kind of weak stemmed or some you know, mediocre growth pattern indoors, same plant outside's a beast, right? Um, and that has nothing to do with like quality genetics or 
anything other than the plant's ability to process light and how effective, how efficiently it can do that and whether or not it could even do it with a fraction of the light available in its natural and evolved environment. Yeah, absolutely. Acclimation is so fucking important. So important. Right. Uh, let's see. So it's just, it's just about whether or not it can, in a, it can convert that light energy. Yeah, I don't. I don't do any breeding for outdoors. Like I don't. I don't take my plants out, acclimate them outdoors, see how they perform outdoors because I just don't have outdoor space. <coughs> but I think that's ideal, especially because uh, <coughs> a lot of people during certain seasons are only buying for outdoor. Right. Yeah. Oh. What is the true OG Kush chirp profile? How would you best describe it? Um, I always thought it kind of smelled, tasted like chlorine. Yeah, I get, I get like, like, soap, like soapy cleaner. Yeah, 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 yeah. It almost smells like a pool and uh, like salt water and real like skunky type of smell. Um, mainly that, like the whole lemon pine thing. I didn't really ever get that yeah, out I, of it. I don't pick up. I mean, it's like kind of like that, but only because like lemon and pine are also cleaner type smells as yeah. well. Right. So. I, yeah, I, I tend to think that a lot of people pick up more lemon from OG because they associate that with cleaner and like lemon pine salt and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can you talk about cleaning clones with ionized water? I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't ionized know. water isn't anything special. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Uh, is there any real milk chocolate tasting weed? Um, some old Bubba. Old, old Bubba. <laughs> Yeah. Or old purple indica. Oxidized weed tastes chocolatey in general. <laughs> Why do you think it was chocolate tie? Yeah, exactly. It uh, wasn't because it was fresh. <laughs> uh, what else? Casper OG talk? It's just Ken's OG that came from uh, from Josh. There you go. I mean, that, that crossed with the face-off line. Yeah, it won't extract without ionized water. I know, I know Blonde had a good question here somewhere. Blonde, hit it. Any opinions on med user, Woodhorse Arowana? Do you have any interactions with Chris? No. Yeah, I don't. I personally, all my interactions with him, he's been a dick, but I think he just, he, he openly says he doesn't really like Americans. So that, that's my only interaction. I wouldn't be chasing down Arowana personally. Um, biggest. I mean, I saw the best, the best Arowana I ever saw was um, from uh, uh, the Harawana OG that used to go around L.A., yeah, right? Yeah. And I, I don't know if he's claiming that he bred Harawana, but Harawana is a Steve Tuck thing, yeah. you know? So, yeah, which no, most people forget it. about that guy, even though he had a big impact on... <laughs> a lot of people forget where all this shit came from, and there wasn't that many people. Yeah, I'm surprised when people when people talk about marijuana, you never hear Tuck's name brought up. But no, yeah. even though he's the, it, super fucking known for it, and 15 years ago he was like the only source for it. Yeah, <laughs> I think he made it. I think they made it and called it that. Yeah, that's 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 the that's what he says. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't remember ever hearing it other than with his name attached to it. Is he still around? Yeah, he does videos. If you go on um, YouTube, he does strain history videos that are probably some of the most grown, grown-worthy fucking strain history videos I've ever seen. Uh, 
He took credit for OG Kush. I did see that. Yeah. Him and 14 other people. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, best cross with Moonbow from the newest drop, in your opinion. What do you like? Um, I like I've been liking the Moonbow 75 Femmes, so that's... I'm stoked to see you putting out Femmes, dude. That's awesome. Well, it's a little easier to select your pollen uh, donor when you can actually smoke it. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the hardest part about picking a male is like... You know, if I'm picking one out of uh, 300 females is the one that I want to keep. Picking one out of 300 males and figuring that out with just reversing it and picking for structure. Yeah. You know, you still are, your odds are significantly decreased. Absolutely. By 99%. <laughs> How many um, Dosi F1 packs were released? Less than 20. Less than 20 packs. There you go. Frank Gigax story, you can find that elsewhere. Uh, yeah, I was the one that debunked that whole thing being related to anything. Yeah. Because I found, I was the one that found all his fucking old, the where he got, um, they, they ended up having him on that show, and they didn't ask him the one question that was most important of everything, right, which was when they busted Frank, right? Mm -hmm. They must have Frank, like his brother, his a brother, and some other people. Yeah. And there was three brothers, and if you read the news articles, there was three brothers that were younger, right? Between like twenty four and twenty six, and those kids were supposedly brought in because they knew how to grow. Yeah. Right. That they had experience growing. No one ever asked anything about those three kids, and they were from uh, Lake Tahoe or somewhere around there. And this was this was in the news articles. Uh, that's what they were describing. So, um, where where are those three dudes? <laughs> you know, if you really wanted to know, it sounded like they were the ones growing the shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I went to dinner with Christy right before that, and talked yeah. talked to Frank on the phone, and he laughed. He laughed at the OG Kush story. He's like, dude, we were growing like I forgot what it was. It was like Big Bud NL four and something else something stupid and he, he's like yeah that's right. not possible but he didn't he didn't really sound that much into growing he was more interested in uh, telling his bunker stories but not about the growing aspect right totally yeah yeah they were more interested in selling the book too right exactly all right we did a full fucking hour dude i appreciate cool. it yeah dude fucking it part two cool later all right thanks for thanks for coming on dude always a pleasure and he's gone just like that just like that thank you everyone for coming in sorry if i didn't get your questions in i was trying trying to keep the 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 best questions coming flowing as best i could stuff i knew that he he wanted to answer and stuff i knew he had info about you know so i appreciate all of you thanks for coming on check you guys later